Oh, hello. Whew. I am Sketch. <laughs> and I'm Shades. Well, that was a close one. It was. Uh, but uh, we're geeking out. This is Geeking Out with... With Shades and Sketch. That's us. Uh, this week, Goko... Hastily constructed. We always say hastily constructed. Hastily we constructed. Have, we have exciting lives, you and I. We really do. Uh, do sorry, guys. Do I'm a little think, out of breath. I'm a little out of breath. way back when in college our lives would be this exciting? Uh, no. Yeah. I can't say I'd ever think I'd be fighting off zombies with you, Shades. Yeah, well, here we are, Sketch. In a... In a what is this? We are holed up uh, in an abandoned BJ's Wholesale Club yep. that we have just cleared of the earthen dead. The, uh, the walkers, as yeah. people call them. Uh... Oh, no, shit. I forgot my BJ's Club card. <sighs> Do we have to leave? I think we're going to be okay. Okay, let's just take a break here, and, and let's talk about... Um, yeah. The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. Do we... Do we have a... Do, should we even play a theme song this year? I don't know. I don't want to attract attention. Do we have anything? <laughs> Perfect. That, that works. All right. So, uh, guys, happy Halloween. This is this is coming out happy, pretty close to Halloween. Halloween, long-time listeners. Um, the Walking Dead, the, our generation's biggest... It's our generation's Night of the Living Dead. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and boy, is it popular. What a juggernaut. Yeah, that has quite the fandom, quite the following... And um, as of the release of this episode, season, season eight. eight has just started. Has it? Has it already started? Depending on when this is released. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yes, it should have just 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 dropped. Just dropped. Uh, so we got to warn you about spoilers. There could be spoilers in this episode for seasons one through seven. Of The Walking Dead, possibly some Romero zombie movies. And certainly the comic. The Walking certainly Dead the comic, comic as yes. well. Uh, I'm not even going to say there might be spoilers. Of, there will of, be. There will be. We're going to talk about deaths. Yes. Because, uh, uh, well, well, we'll get into that right now. What is your, uh, Shades, your history with The Walking Dead? goes back to 2007 or eight, uh, when a very good friend of mine, uh, Chad Julian, uh, introduced me to The Walking Dead comic. Is Chad I, a uh, long-time listener? Chad is a long-time listener. Hi, Chad. I hope. Hi, Chad. I think. Thanks. Thanks, thanks for listening, for, Chad. Thanks for getting maybe, him into this. Maybe we lost him in Rogue One. Oh, we lost a lot yeah. of people in Rogue we did. One. Um, kind of like, kind of like the cast of The Walking Dead. Ouch. Uh, all right, so I didn't mean to uh, digress. So he got you into the. He got me into the comics, comic series? Uh, okay. and I I devoured the, these books. Um, I am nice word choice. Thank you. I am a zombie horror movie fan in the vein of Romero's. Night of the Living Dead, okay. which uh, Robert Kirkland, who created the, the Walking Dead, is also a fan of, and it's it's less about gore and splatterfest, Although and there more is that. there is that aspect of mm-hmm. it, but it's, that's not the that's not the the, the main arc of no. of this story. Absolutely line. not. It's yeah. more in the vein of uh, events like this bring out the worst in humanity. Absolutely, and it's the story of the humans that yes. survive. It's not the story. A big spoiler alert, the title, The Walking Dead, does not refer to the zombies. Correct. It refers to the characters in the group. Oh, shit. 
That is going to blow our cover. Whoa. Well, Zombie I mean, train. I think we're good. I think we're good. Yeah, that's going to divert them. That's really going to... Right away from this BJ's. Wow. Is today's show brought to you by BJ's Wholesale Club? We're probably going to have to cut this, this <laughs> part out. What was I talking about? The Romero's Walking Dead. Right. Uh, the, the, the Walking Dead refers to the characters of the group that we're following. Right. Um, because whether they know it or not, they're already dead. Absolutely. Uh, and, and not just not just figuratively because this world is so dangerous. Right. Because they already have within them the virus. The virus that, that, will, that turn will turn them, them. into mm-hmm. zombies. Okay. So you started with the... I go all the way back to uh, 2007. The comic launched in 2003. So I wasn't on rate from the beginning. Okay. I think the fourth graphic novel had just come out okay. when I started reading. All right. And I read all the way through book 13. Okay. Okay. It's more than I've read. How about the show? The show came out in 2010. Uh, the show you start came out in right 2010. Away? I started on Halloween. Is that when it came out? 2010. It came out on October 31st. I turned in for the, the first episode. Okay. I was enthralled and terrified and delighted, and I loved everything about it. And mm-hmm. I watched all the way through. I thought I watched all the way through season four, but apparently I also watched halfway through season five. Okay. Um, the the Terminus arc, and then the the fallout of the Terminus arc, and uh, that is where my, the Walking Dead lost walked away from me. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. it was your Terminus. It was Terminus. Really? Terminus was my jumping off uh, point, and that's where you stopped. Without Appar- apparently, without any I also we as we were talking about it today, I did watch through the rest of season five. You think season? I, th- I must have. Did they if, get to Alexandria? I guess I watched halfway through season five, and okay. I didn't come back for the second half of season five. Okay. Oh, what, okay. So you probably your, just ended at the at the mid season. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, mid season. Sketch I, your your history with the Walking um, Dead. I am basically your opposite in every way no. on this one. I do not like horror uh, zombies scariness at all. I have a vague recollection of trying to get you into the comic. Yeah, probably, but it's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. I do not like it. But um, back in ooh, probably 2013, it was before I got married, so 2012 probably, um, we were going to Georgia. Uh, my right. wife and I were yep. going to Georgia to visit a good friend of ours down there. And she said, do you guys watch The Walking Dead? It was all the rage right. at the time. And we I, said, I was very jealous. Of, yeah, and we said no. Were, uh, we, we don't watch The Walking Dead. I'm sure Heather says the thing along the lines of my wife, my husband is a big wimp and doesn't like <laughs> scary shows like that. And she said, Oh, that's too bad because I live one town over for where they're filming the current season. And that was Woodbury, right? That was Woodbury. Yeah. The and, governor. And so Heather and I said, Well, let's give the show a shot because it could be something to do down there. And uh, we started watching it. Both really got into it. Right. Like, like, my wife likes these things. She likes horror suspense. I do not, but it was compelling enough storytelling that it hooked, I, I... It hooked you. It, it really got yeah. me. And um, we watched everything we could up until the the uh, the uh, the trip. And we went on the trip. We walked through Woodbury, which was pretty neat. Uh, it, it didn't look like Woodbury at the time because it's a functional town. Right. Uh, it's just they... They dress One it, of like the town's revenue is that they use it for, for different sets like this. And while we were down there, they were currently filming uh, scenes in a, in the prison, which was okay. actually nearby right. to Woodbury. Um, a real prison? It was a real prison. Functional we did prison? we did not go. I think it right. used to be. 
Oh, but, so it was um, closed. Okay. We did not go to it because we had not seen right that far yet, so we didn't want spoilers. But we did go to Woodbury because we had seen Woodbury, and um, I've been watching ever since. I've I've had ups and downs with the show, but my wife really likes the show. So it's, you know, one of those shows we watch together, together and, yeah. um, you know, a little later on in our episode, I'll talk about what has kept me going through, through sure. the years because and, it's and been I'll, a love-hate relationship. Sure. And I will uh, talk a little bit about what has, uh, what left me behind Yeah, and, and why I left. And as far as the comics go, I did not read the comics until you let me borrow the first, I think, seven. Yeah. Uh, and I've read those they were great. I really which liked do you, which do you enjoy more more the comics or the show? Um, I mean the show does have Daryl Flippin Dixon. The show does have Daryl Flippin Dixon, but my favorite character um, of both the comic and the show has always been Glenn. So yeah, for me it doesn't matter which of the two. I guess I lean towards the show only because probably it is a show and it's sure and it it's. Uh, you know, acted and it's the special effects and all that stuff. But I, I completely recognize that the comic is very well written. And if there wasn't the show, I think I would still read the comic. Okay. Like it's not like it's dependent on my, my yeah. like of the show. And I'm hoping you let me borrow more of them to watch even more. Well, I mean, if, if we get out of here, I, I have faith. I yeah. have faith. Okay. So before we get into our, um, our rants and our raves of The Walking Dead. You want to just sure. break down a, a smidgen season by season for anyone who maybe, um, like you, has started but stopped or maybe it doesn't even know what we're talking about. Sure. Uh, you want to take the back end? I'll take the front end. Sure. Um, season season one. Back end. Um, <laughs> you actually might have to help me out a lot with this. Okay, season one. Uh, season one The is main character's name is Rick Grimes. Rick Grimes, who's a county sheriff. In Georgia. In Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of the outskirts of the Atlanta area. Mm-hmm. area. And uh, he suffers an injury in the line of duty. Yep. Winds before, up before the zombie Yes, this outbreak. is before the zombie outbreak. He suffers a, an, an accident. Mm-hmm. He's injured in the line of duty. He's in a coma. Mm-hmm. He wakes up some months later. Yep. And he is alone in a hospital bed. Yep. Um, and very quickly... Vacates the gets, hospital. Gets the lay of the land, vacates the hospital. Recognizes the the something horrible has happened. Yes. Not really sure what it is, nope, but something horrible has happened. And, uh, yeah. Starts his journey. Yeah. Uh, and his journey eventually brings him to finding uh, his wife and son, who, who he feared was dead in whatever this has happened. Right. And that's when he meets his, his wife and son outside of Atlanta uh, through a lot of coincidence uh, uh, some, and happenstance. Through some happenstance and serendipity. Yes. Um, they they learn that the, the dead are walking once again. They call them walkers. Uh, you have to avoid them. City has fallen. Government has fallen. It's just survivors at right. this point. And, and the band, the merry band of survivors is is formed. Yes. For more or less. Yeah, more or less. More or less. And it'll change throughout the season. Yeah. Season two... Um, and then we should say season one, the, the the focus, the end point of season one was to get to the CDC in Atlanta. Right. Because uh, there was still hope in season one. That, that yes, that this that could be the government was working on a cure. Fixed. Yes. Yep. And that, that is, is dashed quickly, at the end of yes. season one. Yes. Quickly dashed. Okay. So season two. That, oh, should, 
Is that, is that the back door of the BJ's? It, it, it could be the alarm going off in the Uh-oh. back door. Let's just close the chain link fence. Yeah. And we're going to be fine. Uh, okay. All right, season two. Maybe we should climb up in some of these rafters. <laughs> you can, and I will be here, and you'll be dangling meat for the walkers to, to eat. Uh, uh, okay, season two. The, uh, the group. Season two is kind of like a road trip at first. At first, right? yep. Mm-hmm. Road tripping across rural Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of season two, they find the prison? Well, uh, season two takes place mainly on Herschel's farm. On Oh, Herschel's farm? How did I ever get about Herschel's They farm? find a, you know, a... That's a, right, a yes. Good Road southern tripping. family who's yes. growing food for themselves, right. been able to keep themselves pretty safe, and they get to kind of crash there for a little bit. Right. Um, nice little respite. You know, and, and throughout all these seasons, by the way, guys, we're, we're gaining some group, and we're, we're obviously lo- we're losing, losing some, some group. But, um... Rick is our constant. He is yes. the, the character who we are uh, journeying along with. Rick, Rick and Carl. Rick and Carl. 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 That could set a lot uh, in the show. We need to close the window. Oh, man, why do we have the window open? That was hot. It's, uh, it's dangerous out there. There we go. Why do you have the window open? So, season three. Trying to get us slaughtered? Munched. Season three. Is, season three um, is the prison. That's the prison. They have to leave the farm because it falls to walkers. They, surprise, surprise. They find a prison that's a lot more fortified than a farm. And then they uh, kind of Road come trip to odds with the, our yeah. first human group. Yes. Now it's now it's no longer man v. walkers. Now it's man, man v. v. man. man. Uh, and that is because where... Because in a prison you will find prisoners. Yes. And they, have and they to, do either befriend them or, or, or evacuate them. Or however yeah. you want to do that. Brutally bludgeon and murder them. There you go. Sure. Um, season four, they lose the prison. Group is back on the road. And, and separated. And separated, yes. And they separated, split up yes. basically for the first time. We get uh, different episodes of different vignettes. points of views. Yeah. Everybody uh, kind of has their own little story arc. And everyone kind of uh, stumbles across signs to go to this place called Terminus. Terminus which looks like it's going to be a safe haven. Uh, so the, the group once again meets up at Terminus, but... And spoiler alert, yes, cannibals. Oh, yes, Terminus is full of cannibals, yeah. luring people into their gates so that they can slaughter them like cattle and eat their sweet, yeah. sweet pink flesh. Uh, group escapes that situation. Oh They're always escaping. We'll come back to that. Uh, back on the road once again for season six. Season Are we into five. six now? Season five. I don't know. Now it's starting to blend together. Yeah. Uh, this is right around where you're going to be. Season stopping. five was Escape from Terminus. Yes. Uh, back on the road. Yes. And dealing with the fallout of escaping Terminus and being hunted by a group of people from Terminus, and that was the mid-season finale. And then season five. Uh, by the end of season Culminates. five, they've found a new community called Alexandria. Right. And they're um, they're kind of. That's where they've been for the last. Two seasons. Six and seven? Spoiler alert, we are still in Alexandria. Okay. Alexandria has changed over the seasons. Okay. Uh, it used to be a very safe, um, kind of self-sufficient living community through a couple of poor decisions, in my opinion, on, on Rick's part. Uh, so this, is, this is where my experience with the comic yeah. ends. So my, I departed the show before season six and seven. Okay. But uh, they had they had just in the comics. Spoiler alert for the comic: um, they had just um, conducted a coup and taken over Alexandria. Alexandria, okay. yeah. 
uh, in the show, the uh, the the leader of Alexandria kind of finally comes around to Rick's uh, point of view that it's dangerous out there and that they need to be more militant and, and more right. um, organized. Less so in a peaceful situation, but more right. so in an actively, not only defensive, but offensive uh, right. capabilities of this place. Which kind of uh, leads them into the conflict that we find them in currently, as of right now, season, season seven, seven uh, is the Negan season. Ev- and everybody's Walking Dead wet dream Negan. You're not a big fan of Negan? No. Oh, I like Negan. Um, Negan is dip. basically... Dip. He's basically a warlord uh, who has control over multiple communities, rules through strict rules and fear and uh currently has and a baseball bat and a baseball bat named lucille, lucille covered in barbed wire sent from the planet krypton in a galaxy far away we have also to, uh, uh recently watched the take, walking take dead, a bullet for negan the walking dead robot chicken special which, which highly recommend highly recommend if you oh my, have oh seen boy. any walking dead watch you the should robot definitely. chicken uh because uh, guys they special. get the actors from walking yeah, dead to voice say, all of their characters Two thirds of I would say even more than two thirds. Past it's not everybody, but no. it's it's a lot of them. And just a great uh, genre bending uh, moment where Michael Rooker, Marv, and Yondu yes has this uh, Merv Mary Poppins yeah. moment on a rooftop. Yeah, uh, a nice uh, a nice solo uh, musical number that turns into a duet with a with, with a, a walker. With a walker. But I digress. Um, so right now in the show we have Rick and his group, who's ever left in the group, still alive, re- still alive, really under the thumb of Negan, uh, this Damn. warlord who who dips and swings a baseball bat, and uh, as season eight uh, is just days away from this recording, we're ready for Rick's group to formulate a way well, to fight back. Almost, almost fifty percent of us are. Yes. Sure. Uh, yeah, Shades has... Uh, I have departed The Walking Dead. And which is fine. Yeah. You, you know, um, you could talk about what you've seen. You could talk about sure. why you've decided to uh, we just leave get to this fandom, fandom behind. Um, sure. Yeah, we can get right into Rants and Rays. Want to get into Rants and Rays? Sure. Okay, sure. Um, uh, can we start with Rants? Do you want to start with Rants? I only have one rant. I have more rants than that. Let's start with Rafe's. Okay. Let's please let's start with Rafe's. Sure. But before we even start with that, what's your breakdown? What's your number? Okay, um, so The Walking Dead. IMDB gives it an 8.5 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is an 86%. And Google Reviewers is a 94%. Okay. Love The Walking Dead. Okay. I come in, we were talking about this, and um, I don't know. I it's tough. I would I, if we were talking about season one and two, I would probably put it in the high eighties, low nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel, uh, I would I would put it somewhere in the seventies, like maybe okay. maybe a seventy two. Okay. Okay. I, I feel like that's maybe a little low, but it did lose me. Yes, it did. Um, did lose you, so that should take into yeah. account. So I, I I'm going to come in at seventy two. Okay. I still watch the show uh, for a variety of reasons, but I am not far above you. I'm at a 75. Wow. Okay. Um, I thought you'd be much higher. No. Really? Okay. No. Great. Um, 
I, I'm not even questioning my 75. And and if anything, as I talk about my rants, maybe. Would you agree with that? With that, if we were doing it, if the show had ended somewhere around season three, you'd give it a much higher score. Absolutely, and that's that's going to pepper into one of my my rants, and I'll talk about it a little bit now. Is that the the tone of the show has certainly shifted. Yes, um, very much so. It started out as a show about survival yes. in a post-apocalyptic world. Right. Um, and when I say survival, I mean how to find food, how to find shelter, how to survive the dangers of the, you know, the wilds, in this case, zombies. Um, and that was the part of the show I really liked. As, as did I. Adapting to the world... Uh, adapting to situations. Adapting to situations, sure. Uncovering resources. Sure. Um, making the, making a, a new, almost making a new society with your small group. Yes. That would help preserve humanity. And the, the jeopardy of constantly being on the move because mm-hmm. nowhere is safe. It almost, it was a, it was almost like a retelling of human history. It was like bringing us back yeah. to our nomadic roots. Hunter-gatherer. And and watching yep. um, a group of modern man mm-hmm. navigate a world as a nomadic group. Strong agree. And then it you know it shifted and and I many would say would it argue, shifted with the prison it was the start. Yes, of it. it is especially because the prison is where you have our first conflict with uh, an opposing group. Yes, in in Woodbury, mm-hmm. um, and so the the show shifts from uh, no longer fighting the elements and the natural world around you, but fighting other people. Yes. Um, other nations. A lot of people would argue that's just natural. That's going to happen in this, this uh, new world. I agree with that. It is going to at some point. I agree with that as well, but I... But that's I, still not what I want to watch yeah, in, I, in, a, I in a show. I disagree that's, that it should have became the focus of the show. At least at... At that point. Now, maybe other people, maybe a general audience can't watch a survival-based show as long sure. as I could. Maybe that just, just doesn't keep the numbers um, as as much as, uh, you know, warring communities. Uh, and I could see why it wouldn't. I could see why that's not as compelling. Uh, but yeah. to me, to sketch, I much preferred... You know what's, you know what's funny? I play um, World of Warcraft. Yes. Okay, I'm a big World of Warcraft uh, player, and I play with a long-time listener, Tim Hoshi. And there's many ways to play World of Warcraft, but you can basically boil it down to PvE, player versus environment. Or PvP. Or PvP, player versus player. I avoid PvP like the plague. I hate it. But I love interacting with the environment in World of Warcraft. And as I'm talking about Walking Dead, it... It, it feels it, a lot it like, feels that. like that. It feels like that. It's like I I missed the PVE Walking Dead. Too much PVP. And now it's all PVP. It's literally all PVP. All PVP. Right. Um, when was the last time we saw a walker on the show? Walkers are still there. But you know, a, like a walker horde having to evade that. I feel oh, like that's no longer the premise time of the was, show. Was Alexandria. Um, but but earlier in Alexandria. Maybe season six. I don't think it was in seven. I feel all. like I feel like I went all of season four and the beginning of season five without walkers really fi- figuring into the show at all. And part of that is certainly that our cast of characters are more adept at 
surviving this world. And so walkers sure. are no longer as dangerous as they were to, to, to people who had no idea how to survive. Right. Those people have been killed off. Yeah. The, the weak have been devoured. At this point, okay. in the timeline of the show, would you say that we're five years into the, the zombie apocalypse? I, or more? I, I'd say less. Less. Um, one of the characters, if you can call her a character, is Judith, right. who is... Little ass kicker. Little ass kicker. That's Rick's, quote-unquote, I'm quoting, Maybe. Uh, daughter. Spoiler we're alert. pretty sure it's not Rick's daughter. We're, his, his we're wife, very sure While Rick was Rick's in his daughter. coma, his wife was saved by his, his partner, and they hooked up. And we're, so we're pretty sure that it was his partner who impregnated his wife. And now... Rick told me to take care of you just like you and my own wife. And now... Rick told me to tell you, to tell, imagine that you never heard any of me say the things that I said while Rick was in a coma. That's a perfect Shane impression. Thank you. Um, and so now uh, Rick and Carl... Carl! Are caring for this baby because Lori, Rick's wife, is long dead. So is Shane. And... And, uh, and Judith is not that old. And you can... She's still an infant. You can... She's older than an infant. She doesn't talk yet, though. Um, so she's maybe two, yeah, maybe two, maybe three. Um, she's a good indicator of how long this has happened because she was really conceived right at the beginning of all this. So as long as you have kind of Judith in the show, you'll kind of know how long time has passed. Um, you could, you could say that she was conceived in the first episode, basically. You really could. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is a world though, that. You you don't survive if you make mistakes. You don't survive right. if you don't adapt. So I understand why walkers now really aren't the um, the main danger. Sure. Mankind is the main danger, and I'm sure that's the message, of course, of the show. Right. I got off on a tangent here, though. You did. W- were we in raves? We were talking about raves. Okay. Do you and have then, a rave? And then you and then you diverted to rants. Well, that's because. I'll get to that when I get to rants. I okay. I will. My my big rave is mm-hmm. that this brought the zombie genre really right back to where it started with Night of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, genre notwithstanding, it's just a, you know if you're not familiar with Night of the Living Dead, it's a zombie genre movie. Uh, you know. Brains and gore zombies, mm-hmm. slow-moving kind of zombies, very similar to what we get in The Walking Dead. Sure. Um, from the 1960s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are a lot of social and cult- cultural and racial overtones of the movie. Spoiler alert for, alert for Night of the Living Dead. It ends with our main character, who happens to be black, mm-hmm. being who survives the event, being executed, essentially, shot by authorities moving through because they don't Ooh. give a second thought to it wow yeah wow. and there's so i mean there's a it's an excellent movie and there's a lot of uh lessons for us there and i i feel like we got away from that uh, particularly in the 80s and 90s it became more of like the gore zombie movie mm-hmm. and and also the campiness zombie movies like all became campy and kind of like the tna of the the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. Where we, you know, why why are there like ten naked woman zombies running around? Like this is a little ridiculous. Right. Um. It, it, really, the campiness of it took over. 
And so you're saying Walking Dead Walking kind of Dead us has back brought to us its, back to, to its roots, jeopardy and and uh, tragedy and and gravity of where the genre kind of started or, or where the zo- genre matured. Certainly, there were zombie stories and and uh, books before that, but it was the definitive zombie event. Uh, and Walking Dead really recaptured that in a lot of ways, uh, with a compelling protagonist and, and story, uh, at least initially. Well, one of my one of my um, raves is certainly that it is it's for the most part, especially initially, it's very well written, well produced. Special effects are fantastic. The effects work. I mean, phenomenal. There, there, there are no shortcuts no. Uh, in this. This, this is this is a well made show. This is not just a zombie show. This is a good show that happens to have zombies in it and, and exist in, in sure. a zombie world. Yep. Um, also, to kind of go off a little bit about what what you said, how you like how it it brought people back to the roots of, of zombiness. I like how it has kind of opened up the world of comics to a bunch a much of people, wider who, audience, yeah, who uh, you know would not have given a second glance at a mm-hmm. comic, but then to find out that a story such as this originated in a in the comic series, in the graphic novel series, I think it uh, validates comic book writers and comic book authors as legitimate storytellers. Um, So, I thank Walking Dead. Yeah, uh, Robert Kirkland, really, in both the comic and the show, and he he writes both. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's it's, it's just a phenomenal show absolutely and comic and story overall it's a phenomenal show that you gave 72 to <laughs> well i i mean as the it's show without gone, its faults as it's, as, it's as become we very problematic very very soon. um that was that was my rave that, that was your only rave on. i mean it's not my only rave but that was my rave. Um, so do you have a rave i mean i i mentioned the special effects mm-hmm. a little bit i mean it's not um how do i put this it's not over the top, which you would think to yourself. A show about zombies. Over yeah, the top. and I mean there, there's blood and guts everywhere, obviously. Um, but it's not like spoiler alert. That's just what happens when you die and decompose, or get ripped apart. Yeah, sure. Blood and guts go everywhere. Uh, but it's not like, of course, in my head I'm starting to think of examples that counter what I'm about to say. In many ways, it's not like. Okay, here's here's what it is. It's not your like spooky haunted house special effects. No, no, it's not. It's very real world. It's very gritty. It's a very realistic depiction of a zombie apocalypse. I agree. Yeah, and it, and it that helps it with two disagrees. Okay, that I'm going to say that helps its storytelling because it it helps engross you into this world already. I will save my disagreement for rant. Okay, save your disagreement for rant. Do you have another rave? I don't really have any other raves yeah. um, because the show didn't stick to that. Well, that is true. Um, and it morphed and changed and it's become very formulaic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't, mm-hmm. I, it lost me. Um, can I talk about the comic a little bit? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Talk about the comic. So I, I mean, I'm of, talking mainly show because that's what I know. I more. have a lot of raves for the comic. Um, I think this is the first time that I read a book, a comic book where... When characters die, they stay dead. There's no chance of them coming back. Oh yeah, there's consequence. In this, there's there's real consequence. A superhero 
story. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's real consequence to events that happen here. Um, and the Walking Dead comic does not pull any punches. Women are not safe. Children are not safe. Um, Nobody is safe. Any anybody can go at any time in any way imaginable. Yeah. Um, and I think we have a, a rant for that later. Yeah, and we'll, um, we'll get to that in sure. rants. So in the comic, at least, I mean, nobody is safe. Mm-hmm. To the tune of um, one of my raves for the comic. I have two raves early on, and these were both very different in the show. In I think it's the end of the first book. Okay. Shane. Yes. One of the main characters of the group, Rick's best Rick's friend, who best has friend, partner, possible, uh, possible parent of parent of Judith. Of Judith, yes. In the comic, mm-hmm. once Rick comes back, Shane's whole world, like the best thing that ever happened to Shane, yeah, is Rick being in a coma. Was Rick being in a coma and the zombie and then the world, yeah, the world, the world ending, ending because he got to kill and maim, and he got and, the girl, and and he got the girl, mm-hmm. the family that he never had. And then when Rick shows up, that's over. And very quickly, their relation, you know, Shane is very hostile. He loses the girl. He loses his life. He, and he's not a natural leader. He's just an, an alpha male that mm-hmm. people looked to. Yeah. But he's not a good leader. Absolutely. Um, and Rick is a good leader. And very quickly, you know, the group that he's with realizes that. And Shane's whole world collapses. And he, he brings Rick out to a field late at night and is going to execute Rick. Mm-hmm. And in the comic, Carl kills him. Carl yes. shoots him dead. Yes, he does. Uh, to save his and, dad. And in, in the comic, I mean, um, it's Carl and Shane have a good relationship. In the comic, they have a very good relationship. Mm-hmm. Shane has been an excellent father to Carl. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and maybe a better father to Carl than Rick was. Uh, we don't really know, but they have an excellent in the show. Carl and Carl hates Shane. Okay, uh, you know, I just thought of a. I have other big questions. I'm going to ask you this question right now. Okay, because this just popped into my mind based on what you said. Do you think uh, Lori? Yes, uh, that's Rick's wife. Yep, because I don't think we've named her yet. And Carl, Rick's yes. son, would have survived getting to Atlanta with Rick instead of Shane. If if Rick wasn't oh. in his coma and the shit hit the fan and they had to leave and get to Atlanta, do you That's think an interesting Rick's question because set of morals would have gotten them safely to Atlanta? Oh, um, I'm I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Also, I'm going to say the only reason they survived is because Shane is willing to is make those right. those tough self preserving yes. options. I mean, I feel yeah. we didn't see it. We didn't see that month or so. No. But I'm I'm willing to wager that Shane, as soon as she hit the fan, that switch went off in his I think, head, and he was. I think Rick would have tried to hold the community together. Yes, he would have still been in put the protect down his and flag serve mode, and mm-hmm. and try and control the the situation yeah. there. So yeah. I think in a lot of ways you have to give Shane credit for yes. for getting Laurie and Carl as far as he did. Yeah, and in in so in the comic when when Carl murders Shane, mm-hmm. I mean he does it to protect his dad, but. Yeah. He straight up murders. Oh Shane. yeah, no, I'm not and, arguing with you. He does, uh, and the consequences of that are far-reaching and and really breaks. The, Rick and Carl have a very difficult relationship in the comic. Yes, they do, and in the show. But I think more so, there's a lot of emotional damage in the in the comic where there isn't in the show. 
Um, I could talk about that more. So I thought that was more powerful than how it played out in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the comic book also, when they're escaping the prison. Mm-hmm. Um, which, is, the, which is further than I've read in the comic. So this is all you on this one. Okay, so when they're escaping the comic. Uh, when, the, prison. the prison. When they're escaping the prison in the comic. Mm-hmm. In the show, Lori has, spoiler alert, Lori has already died by the time the the prison has fallen. Mm-hmm. She's given birth to their child. Mm-hmm. Rick is raising it best they can. They're finding formula somehow mm-hmm. in the zombie apocalypse to feed her and keep her alive. In the comic, I don't, I don't find that hard to believe. In formula the, will keep. In the comic, the powdered stuff. Lori gives birth as the prison is falling, Ooh. basically, or at or right before it falls, mm-hmm. and Lori is killed. Mm-hmm. In the escape. So Rick, Carl, Lori, and Judith are fleeing the prison. They're running away. Hmm. And one of... I mean, I haven't read it in a while, so it might have the details a little crazy. I can't remember who does it, if it's the governor or one of his henchmen or something. They're running away, and she's running with the baby mm-hmm. in her arms. It makes great audio. I'm, like, motioning that I'm, like, holding a baby. And, and we know that Shay Tate's baby, so... He is holding it very irresponsibly. Um, and Shades, you don't hold the baby by its, it's head. a full. <laughs> you don't hold them upside down by the feet. No, no, oh, you don't okay, do that either. Wow. Um, there's that's a full page panel, mm-hmm. larger than life, of just a horrified face on Lori, and then just shotgun blast protruding through her back, wow. out the front of her stomach. And obliterate, like cutting her in half and just obliterating Judith. Oh, Judith doesn't survive in the comic. Nope. Wow. Lori and Judith are killed in the same instant fleeing the prison. And it's just, a, it's just, you know, you see the shotgun yeah. go off on the, on, then you turn the page and it's just a full page of just the, Lori gets cut in half Jeez. and Judith is just obliterated. She's just gone. Wow. And wow. I'm I was, speechless. I had never, yeah, right? Yeah. I was I turned the page and I was speechless. Well, here's here's the thing about that is what's great about the comic and even the show, even though the show did this this particular scene different. Right. There death is permanent, which right. in so much of what we watch, uh, we just yeah. we're, we're used to in we, our media. We all death know Superman very, Justice League is about to drop and we know Superman's coming back from the dead. Absolutely. And a lot of shows, a lot of our stories the Rebirth doctor regenerates. In this world, dead is dead. Yeah. And not only is dead dead, but then dead turns you into something even more dangerous. Right. That does something for a character's motivation, not just because they could die at any moment, but because the people they love and care about around them could die at any yes. moment. That's the bigger driving factor, especially for our core group. And probably what separates them from other groups, what, what makes us identify with our core group, Rick's group, as the quote-unquote good group. Right, because they are um, quote, what, what they fear is losing each other. Right, quote the only thing we're good at is killing. Yeah, but they're the good group. But they're the good group, and and, and it really as an as a audience member as a participant in the right. story, you have to really step back and kind of reassess and adjust your definition of good right. and evil to fit this shitty world that exists. Not, not shitty a, like the way it was constructed. Not as but bad like as shitty those to people. Live in. Absolutely. Was that a rave? That was a rave. That was a rave. Uh, that no one is safe. No one and is safe. And it, it's compelling to, to read, like, 
I mean, I I never. It was gruesome and it was horrific, and I was speechless mm-hmm. when I read it. Much in the same way that you were when I told you about it. That I mean, that's compelling storytelling. It's a horrific event, and you're like, wow, I I can't believe they went there. Right. And they've uh, in the comic they've that's you know a t- a, just a tip of where they've gone in the comic. Oh yeah, I mean, I've only read the first seven um, issues, and I would say the the survival part of the, the comic and the survival part of the show were pretty similar. Yes. But then as soon as they started fighting other people, yeah. Holy shit. Were other people like way more dangerous, way more dangerous yeah. and way worse. And, and they, nothing was sacred in right. the comic. The thing that they put other people through oh. horrific. Yes. That's stuff. I'm not even going to say right on, on the podcast. Um, so I, I look forward to read, reading more of it because, I think um, Robert Kirkland. It's has different said, enough that you're not gonna you're not gonna be like if you if you watch the show, the comic is different enough that it's still enjoyable, right. suspenseful, um, and vice versa. If you read the comic, the right. show and there is are, also there are characters enough. on the show that don't exist in the comics, and right. vice versa, and and also characters that have existed in both that have kind of morphed into other characters. Yep, and roles are different. For, sure. for different people, yep. absolutely. Robert Kirkland has said that he loves these characters, and the only thing he loves more than the characters is to put them through unspeakable, horrible things. All right. That's that's for a therapist to yeah. decide <laughs> uh, what that means, not us. Do you have any more raves? Um, no. That was a, that was a long good. rave. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was honestly longer than I thought I was going to, to go on, but it deserves credit. I mean, I did give it a, what, a 75? You did. Um. Did I give it a 75? You did. Okay. I gave it a 72. 75. Um, you want to go higher? No, I don't want to go higher. Okay. I was thinking about going lower, but okay. I, I, we'll, we'll see how I land after, um, after our rants. Rants. So I, have, I, have rants? One, I have one rant. Let's, okay, let me start with a rant. Sure. Because I have a couple more. Yep. Um, I mean, rant, one of mine I already started. Rant away. One, one of mine I already said was that how the, the focus of the show has changed mm-hmm. uh, from a survival-based Let's just call it PVE to PVP. Sure. Um, I can't fault the show for that. I will. I know you will because you're very angry and you're still holding that baby by its head. <laughs> but um, I get it. It's a business. It's it's money making. I'm sure there are many more people who want to watch PVP uh, than PVE. So um, that was one of one of my rants. But another one of my rants is that. The show really suffers from these, like, just bouts of nothingness. Yeah. And, and staleness. Filler. And, uh, filler. Sure. It's just filler. filler. But, I mean, if you think about a show, lots of animes have a lot of filler. So, like, if you if you look at a sh- an anime like Naruto, which is literally 50% <laughs> filler, um, at least a filler episode... Yeah, has that's that has an action you didn't and a miss climax. that long time listeners uh sketch just compared the walking dead to naruto in the amount of filler yes. yes and i think many people who have seen both would would agree with me i will agree with you um i stopped watching both but in a naruto episode even if it's filler and it's a horrible episode sure there's an arc and a resolution there's an arc and a resolution yeah you can get there's no get resolution stretches of dead. episodes in walking dead Nothing where happens Nothing happens. In season four, I kind of felt like um, they were filming a bunch of B-roll mm-hmm. and just cut episodes together from B-roll. 
Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I could see why you'd think that. <laughs> there was sure. just noth- nothing happened. You know, which is nothing. Which is weird to say because, you know, this is it's a an show. episode of Walking. This is a show where there are zombies. And in every single episode, yes, there are walkers right. somewhere in there. And, you know, maybe it's our overexposure to it. Uh, maybe it's the fact that the characters don't feel as in danger anymore. Just having the walkers doesn't make it compelling anymore. No. Uh, it has to do with the action. It has to do with the scenes. It has to do with the, the situations they find themselves in. And you really get big, giant stretches of of uh, Walking Dead where there's just nothing, nothing going on. happens. And one of the reasons I had to, to dock it and give it such a low score is because, especially last season, so the first half of last season, season seven, which I did not see. It took a big hit. I mean, I read online that it it suffered a, a 25% drop in viewership. Wow. During that season. And that's that's the Negan season, right? It's the Negan season, but the whole first half of the season was basically just how Negan had his foot on everybody and keeping everybody down. And dip. It just Yes, thank you for the dip again. <laughs> um it just you gotta wasn't. watch. You gotta watch that ro- robot chicken special, or just Google. And or, I haven't or seen the show. I haven't seen the, sh- the show with like since Negan, but I know he does this. All it the is time. his signature physical move of this little dip. back dip uh, whenever he <laughs> makes kind of like a joke or a point that he really wants to get across. Um, oh, it's endearing though. Like <laughs> it's hard to hate Negan while at the same time. I'm you really sorry, hate I, Negan. Uh, I derailed your rant. Um, what was I saying though? Oh, just that like. During season, first half of season seven, honestly, the only thing keeping me watching the show was not wanting to be spoiled online if somebody died. That is not... That's not a reason to watch a show. That's not a compelling reason to watch a show. No. Um, And the other reason is, you know, that my wife really likes it. And, I mean, she was even struggling through that season. And it was just a show we watched together. That is that is ultimately the reason why I stopped watching. I knew... The show, by, by the point I stopped watching, I guess in season five, I say season four, but I, I, we had gotten to the point where we had killed off, mm-hmm. like, we were down to the core group. They weren't going to kill anybody from the core group, because mm-hmm. the, they were adding people at that point, and you they know were. the only reason they're adding people is so yeah. they can kill them. Cannon fodder, yeah. Yes. Uh, we had gotten down to a group small enough that the only reason one of those characters is going to die at this point is if the ratings dip enough. Mm-hmm. And everyone's going to tune in to see that character's death. Mm-hmm. And so, it was, you know, they were just dangling that at this point. Did you have... And there um, was this episode okay. in season four mm-hmm. where uh, the where both of the children, spoiler alert, Carol winds up caring for these two girls. Oh, this is my favorite episode. It's, it's interesting that's your favorite episode, but I knew they only did it. You heard the Teen Titans episode where I said it needed to... That one of my rant, my one of my raves was all the child uh, brutality. Right? Child brutality. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So this was the criticism of the show at this point that we were in the zombie apocalypse. We haven't seen, like, we have not seen a zombie child. Mm-hmm. We have not seen any, like, none of the kids that were living at the prison mm-hmm. died. They all escaped. Mm-hmm. Like the, the show, the show won't go there. Mm-hmm. They won't kill a kid. And then, like, one of the kids is going this week on The Walking Dead. One of the kids is like, we're like, oh man, we're gonna. You don't think we'll do it? We're gonna kill a kid. They killed. Spoiler both kids, alert: dude. They killed both kids, and it is a great episode. But the only reason they did it was to drive up the ratings. 
And it was the only event of that season. Nothing else happened. They got the terminus. Well, that, that they was, got trapped. That was a rough season because, um, I mean, the, the big thing that happened in that season was the, the prison fell and they left this. Yeah. They had to leave. And then that's the season but where everyone knew, is split off. If you read the comics, off. you knew that was going to happen and you knew everybody got split up. Oh, absolutely. But Carol's journey with those two girls sure. was, was the most powerful, the most compelling of, um, of that. Sure. season mm-hmm. um for two reasons she's she's stuck with tyrese mm-hmm. um who she's been at odds with for the whole previous season because right. carol to save the group um killed, killed his t- two people two, one of one them of being which, his yes. his fledgling girlfriend right killed them because they were sick with something that was going to spread to the, the, the group entire, yes. and, and tyrese found out and they way at odds um the second thing is she is caring for these two young children, and they have Judith with them, too, because Tyrese right. saved Judith, saved from, Judith. from the prison falling. And Carol was a character from the very beginning who is a... She's she, had such a, an arc. She Oh, she certainly has. She, she, was, was, an a, abused she was a housewife, meek, abused housewife. Who has grown up to be, like, the badass of the group. Oh, absolutely. More so than Daryl. But she had a daughter who, in season two... Was there- Sophie. Sophie, thank you. She went missing, and in a in a pretty gut wrenching scene, we do see Sophie As zombie a, form. Zombie form. So, so she had been killed, she and Carol sees her, and then they're forced to put her down in in right. front of Carol. So you have Carol, who's already this very strong character. She's she's lost her daughter, but she's t- taken on these other two girls. Right. right? Yeah. Yep. You have Lizzie, who's the older daughter, and Mika. Who's, who's, who's the younger? They're, and they're actually sisters. Look at the flowers, Lizzie. And it, it, Lizzie... Look at the flowers. ...is nuts. Like, she's crazy. Like, batshit crazy. And, it, you know, you don't know if she was driven crazy by the events of the apocalypse or if, or if uh, she was just always crazy. Um, it seems to, like, be the, the trauma of the prison. And it could have been. Yeah. Could very well have been. Uh, but, you know, she's a 12-year-old girl, and her younger sister's, like, 10. Look at the flowers. And... In this episode, in this you know pretty gut wrenching episode, it's really just the four of them: Liz, Mika, Tyrese, and, and Carol. Carol. So it's a very small, very contained episode. It basically it culminates in Lizzie is so crazy that she, she kills her younger sister to prove that ev- to everybody that walkers are okay. Right. Walkers are Walkers are fine just regular and, people. Exactly. And that's when Carol has the understanding that she can't let Lizzie live right. in this world. She's too dangerous. She's too dangerous. And she walks Lizzie out to some flowers, says, look at the flowers, look Lizzie. The flowers, Lizzie. Lizzie's kind of like creepily, crazily explaining right. things still and... Carol shoots her in the head. Shoots her in the head. To, to you know, yep, that's it. humanely put her out of her misery. So you have this Just character like old who, yeller. Yeah. So you have this character who, Carol, who was weak, meek, broken. Broken after her, her daughter died to making the decision to kill her, her surrogate new daughter. surrogate's daughter. It's one of my favorite episodes, not because it was a real feel-good romp, but because it it was it was powerful and it was emotional. And it wasn't just the two 
kids died. It was the way that they died. It wasn't they died in the zombie apocalypse. It was one was killed by her sister and one, the other one had to be put down. And it was as unappealing to me as... Actually caring for two small children? No, I don't... (laughs) I have nieces and nephews that I'm very fond of. Thank you very much. Previous episodes Um, would dictate that you don't have the highest regard for children. Previous episodes would dictate that you're a Holocaust denier. That was a special episode, though. (laughs) Um... Wow, maybe we should edit all of that out. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it in. What was I talking about? Right. Uh, it was unappealing to me as like the idea of... Uh, I don't even know what to equate it to, but it's it was so... To me, anyway, and I'm, I'm not discounting the way that you feel about it. Um, to me, it was, it was disingenuous. Um, it was... From the minute that episode started, you, you knew that it was... It wasn't going to end well, and the arc of that Lizzie character—you knew it wasn't going to end well. And um, they'd given you enough in, in the earlier parts of the episodes that you, you knew where it was going. I'll agree with you that you um, knew it wasn't going to end well for Lizzie. But again, I'm—I'm—I guess I'm Mika. I guess was the shock. Mika was the shock, and also if it was yeah. the the how far Carol was willing to go at this point. I I feel like we had already seen that with her. You know, playing Angel of Death at the prison. Yeah, and I think this is just going to be one that we're going to agree to disagree yeah, on because I, for her, I think the final the final line that she had to cross was a ki- it was a was kid. a kid it was a kid and and um, well, maybe we just learned something about me. Maybe we just did. And the thing with with kids in the show, I mean, I know we talked a little bit about this during the Teen Titan episode that there's not enough kid zombies. Right. In the show, or or kid death. I think we're I, at, I think we're at four. I get I I understand. Or, just, would you agree with that? What that four kid deaths? Four. We've seen four either kid deaths or, or slash zombies. Well, the very first zombie we ever see in the show is a child, a bicycle girl. Um. Second one is Sophia. Right. The third one's the governor's daughter. Okay, so now we're up to three, and then we get the two dead. Sisters. Okay, uh, all right. So five. Five. Um, in that I seven can think seasons. of clearly. Longtime sure. listeners, if we're off on this, right into the show. Go and, 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 and sketch and at listen, gmail.com. I get. I get people don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch that. I don't necessarily want to watch that either. And I'm not saying they should kill more children. What What I, I am saying though is implausible. Um, there certainly should be more children zombies. Zombies, but. I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt there that, listen, I work with kids. They were shepherded away. Especially young, young kids. And there's two, there's two things here. Took them. There, there's two things here. They're in Narnia. One of them is that uh, you don't want to expose your kids to the horrors of the Walking Dead set, I'm sure. <laughs> okay? Uh, you're going to give your kids nightmares. The other is that kids are not very patient. And to get into zombie makeup is going to take a lot of Okay. Wait, so you're 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 so I'm gonna positing say, that the the I'm going to say it's not practical. <laughs> the professionalism needed of a child to sit in a makeup chair yes, is I'm, a determinant factor as to why they're I'm, not there aren't more zombies. I'm in just the saying pos- it is not practical for them. I'm going to go with Aslan and Narnia. You you okay? So if I you if you agree with shades, 
Uh, I think it has less to do with the ability of a child actor to sit in a makeup chair because, I mean, being married to a professional actor, if if you want it, you'll do it. I mean, if you want the career, if you really want to be in it, you'll sit in a makeup chair for five hours. But as someone who teaches the children that I'm thinking about that age group, I just, I don't think it's worth the trouble. I work in a performing arts school. I think if some of my theater theater kids got the But we've talked about our, our age difference again. I mean, sure. I'm talking about Lizzie and Mika well, and I younger. will say, it. well, okay, here's the crux of my, I disagree with you. I think it's more a choice on the part of the showrunners and the network that they don't want to put. In the same way, the point you're going to talk about later, they don't want zombie zombie kids. I'll agree. But they do they do put in zombie kids when they want to. I mean, that was the very first zombie they we saw was a young girl. They put them in when... The shock value. It's the shock value. Absolutely. Um, and when people complain that they're pulling their punches. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah, right. yeah, we're pulling our punches. We'll kill a kid. Absolutely. But I still think, I mean, I'm practical through and through. And sure. I really don't think it's okay. as practical for them. And I think they're all having ice cream and candy in Narnia. All right. Well, okay. So then you'll bring me to my my other rant. Sure. Then, because and I'll agree with you on this. Because and this will dovetail nicely into my last rant. This this rant is there's a nice way to say this rant, and there's an insensitive way to say this rant. How would you like me, Shades, to put this rant? <laughs> well, now you've like somehow turned this around on me. Go with the insensitive. Okay. They don't kill enough women. They don't on the show. They they just don't. It is dispro- If you look at the death count of the show, and even in a crowd, the number of male to female walkers and the number of male to female deaths is utterly disproportionate. Absolutely. And the way in which they'll go, sketch, take it away. So I I mean, this, this, I'm impressed. This, I'm impressed. This came about for me um, at the end of season six. Wait, so you've been wa- working on this for a season? No, just this thought process okay. that I've been having. All right. At the end of season six, we end with a very climactic scene to end the whole season where the almost the entire main group is held captive by Negan. And he's you, you Negan is debuted. Yep. You uh you you kind of see him for the first time, and he tells him that he's going to kill one of them and let the rest of them go. And there it's probably not an even split, but it's probably no, it's probably closely even. 60-40? Sure. 50-50? Of, of male yeah. to female. It's close. And he proceeds then to bash one of their heads in with his baseball bat, Lucille. Spoiler alert. And it is uh, it fades out to sounds of horror and crying. And you're left that season thinking it could have been anybody. I'll find you. But here's the thing. We play a lot of hide and seek. As soon as it was over... I had the reaction of, okay, so who's it going to be? Because everyone who's, who's watched right. it goes, who's it going to be? And I immediately, subconsciously, without even thinking about it, took all the women off of the, off of the list. And you aren't alone in that. Yeah. And when we were looking, you know, I remember this, like, who was it? And people were trying to figure out who was going to get their head bashed in mm-hmm. by Negan and Lucille. And it, no one ever talked about it being any of the women. It was always... Absolutely. The group. I think there was no way there was ever going to be a scene in this show where a captive woman was kneeling in front of a man who then bashed his head and right or bashed her head and with, with a bat. Just not going to happen. And and you have that thought. And in this culture, in this 
media culture that we live in, you immediately go, shit, I'm sexist. Like, right. like I'm going to, if I, if I say this out loud, people mm-hmm. are going to come down on me. You want to see women being beaten by a man? No, I don't want to see anybody beating, being beaten by Negan. The point here is that... Long-time listeners, just so you're keeping track, Sketch wants to see a woman's head bashed in on her knees by a man. I do. I want to see a woman's head bashed in on The Walking Dead as much as I want to see anybody's head bashed in on The Walking Dead, which is to say... There you I go. Don't he, he really, confirmed it. You heard it. I don't really want to see it happen to anybody. But what, I don't, what, I, heard. what I don't want to happen is for me to be pulled out of the world because I know that some people are safe. Right. And I knew some people were safe. So before I went ahead and told people this, I was like, I better have my facts straight. So full disclosure, I showed up to the GoCo mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, getting ready. We're talking about Walking Dead. I'm like, oh, I don't really have a lot of Walking Dead notes. Sketch disappears into uh, his, uh, his quarters. He reemerged with a pad. Totaling, I went through the entire series because I knew if I was going to talk about this, I had to have some data to back me up. Otherwise, it does. It makes me sound like a raging sexist. But all I'm going to share right now are the facts. Are you ready for the facts? I'm I'm ready. Sketch, okay. longtime listeners, I hope you're ready. I went online to the uh, the Walking Dead Wikipedia page, the uh, Walkerpedia, and I tallied up every single. You should add this to Walkerpedia. I should add it to Walkerpedia. Because it's not there. This is not something Sketch found on Walkerpedia. No, I had to to do this myself. He compiled it from Walkerpedia. So I went through and I found the list of every death on Walking Dead since the pilot episode. And this is is the television show only. This is not the comic book. And I only Well, because the comic book does not fall victim to this. Not as... Yeah. But I counted only the deaths of characters... Who had a name. So I did not count the deaths of just like Alexandrian citizen. Random Woodbury or, citizen. Exactly. Random governor if henchman. The person had a name, then I I tallied their death. And there were 147 deaths of wow. characters with names. Most of them are throwaway people. They only have a name because their name is shouted out somewhere or did they've the been tank, assigned to. Did the it. tank that Daryl killed have a name? No, the tank okay. that Daryl killed did not have a name. Daryl killed a tank. Of it's pretty cool. Go watch this. It. Spread of 147 people, 109 deaths have been male, 38 have been female. Now that might, you might be saying to yourself, that's just because there are more men in the show than women in the show. Sexist Hollywood. And that's fine if that's what you're thinking, but because you're right, there are more men in the show than women in the show. So I broke it down further than that. I broke the deaths down into two categories. Okay. What are long-time listeners learning a lot about sketch right now? What I would call a good death and a bad death. Okay, a good death is honorable, it's peaceful. It's, LTLs, wait for it. It's maybe it's self-sacrificing. It's a death for a greater cause, for the good of the group, or it's, or it's just a peaceful slip into sleep. Okay, then the bad deaths are like the dishonorable deaths where it's led, uh, it's, you've died because of selfishness, uh, you've died because you're attacking somebody else, you're trying to take something from somebody else. Um, I also, I, yeah, I also included the, the incredibly um, gruesome, the more grotesque deaths go into this. Screamy screams. Yes, like the, the suffering at yeah. the end of life. Um, I, yeah, I even broke down the suicides because multiple yeah. characters have committed suicide. Multiple characters and, have taken and their own life. I put them in different categories depending on why they committed suicide. Was it suicide out of cowardice or was it suicide to help the group survive? Um, so you either got a good death or you got a bad death. Okay? Okay. 
So when you break this down, 38 women yes. have died on the show so far. 22 of those deaths fall into the good death category. Wow. Self-sacrificing is mainly the thing right. that has killed uh, a female character on the show. Or peaceful. It's usually the result of one of their good decisions. Right. Okay. That leaves 16. It's for the greater good. That leaves 16 that have had bad deaths, you know, torn apart, whatever. Yeah. Gruesome, selfish. 16. You go to the male death count. Sure. Right. 109 dead guys. Yep. On this show. 18 of them have had a good death. Wow. One, uh, 91 have had a bad death. Wow. Either because they're inept or they're selfish people, or selfish. because they're torn apart. If it's a bad, it's gruesome death, ripped apart. you are more likely to get that death if you are a man. In the, in, just in this show. Okay, so LTLs, if you're going to go into the zombie apocalypse, if you, the walking dead apocalypse, make sure you're a woman. If you're a woman, you have a, you have a 58% chance of having a decent death right. in, in the walking dead. And if you're a guy, you have an 84% chance of having of being a horrible, horribly horrific death. Torturous. Yes. And the, and the point here I'm trying to make is not eaten that... Al, eaten alive death. That I, I want only to... Only to rise as a zombie. Yeah. And, and the point here I'm trying to make is not that I want to see more women. Like, I'm tuning into the show to see women. It's the, there's a, a clear agenda on the yeah. part of the show. I'm not, the I'm not a guy who likes horror. So I'm not watching this show to see mm-hmm. the gruesome deaths. Right. I'm really watching the show for the survivability. But so then that at that changes the outcome of of the show because if you've done this math and now if you've listened to this episode, you know if there's a female character on the show in terms of survivability, they have a higher chance, a, mu- a considerably they're, they're higher chance. They're rarely in jeopardy, or if they are, you know it's going to be it's going to end well for them. well for them. Or if it does, and if this is an instance where it ends. For them and ends quote unquote poorly. In a, in they're a going to death. manipulate the yeah. situation in a way that it, it goes out on their terms. Sure. Okay. Benefits um, them or the group, yeah. So I, I really I have to emphasize, I'm not somebody who's bloodthirsty and I just want to see women getting destroyed. I just want to see that number a little bit closer together. If I'm gonna have to watch people be killed and maimed and destroyed, right. It should be. There shouldn't be predictability in it. There should be no prejudice because right. this this world should exist without any prejudice. And I think they deposit that a lot in this show, where right. like the women can be just as badass as the men. Yes, one hundred percent agree they can be. But women should also be just as vulnerable. You know what? And just as prone to this world as men. When the time comes, yes. If Carol has anything less than a gruesome, horrible death, mm-hmm. I will be severely disappointed in the show. Well. She has had such right. a powerful impact on the the this the world, the, the the Walking Dead world, that she has to go out with a bang yeah. in some way. Right. Um, and so that's my biggest rant is is that you have you have a paradox here that it's an it's an ultra realistic, gruesome gritty show that's trying to show the reality of what this would be. But it's still trying to maintain like Hollywood sensitivity. Right. People don't want to see, we can't show women being hurt. This dovetails nicely into my rant, which is how is Judith still alive? 
how are they still finding formula three to five years into the zombie apocalypse? Not that it's gone bad, but they're not making any more. I think, though, she is old enough that she's past formula. But I agree. But she is way too vulnerable. no... With everything they've fallen into, mm-hmm. the, the baby should not have survived to this point. And I'm not, I'm not advocating that. I'm, I wish that something horrible would befall, befall the child. That's not my point in this. Similar to, the, like, they're not going to create a scenario on the show where an infant child dies on screen. Yeah. They're just not going to do it. And and I, I get it. People don't want to see that. Yeah. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see it but either. That's what this show is. Yeah, things they, that you they've don't want to see. painted themselves into a corner right. here because this is the world. These are the rules that they've laid out for their own world. Right. And, no, but now they're right. like, shit, we can't follow these rules all the time right. or we're going to lose viewers. And, and we're, we're not going to have a cast. And it's and it's it's to the point now where it's it's, it's noticeable. It's you see yeah. the strings. Mm-hmm. You see how you see how the things are working, how the decisions are being made. Right. This is not a random chaotic world that we've been led to believe it is. Right. There it are is rules. written by our world. Yes. There are rules, there are mechanics, and there are conventions. And so as I always say, a rant is when something takes me out of a show. Yep. This takes me out super fast. Right. When I can say they're gonna be safe. Yep. Because they're they're a woman or they're a child. They're gonna be safe. Now, your show's not as powerful as it used to be. And I I will continue off of that to say that how Rick's group has been, our core group has been... Rick and the gang. Rick and the gang. From Walking Dead. We've got t-shirts. Robot chicken. Um, Rick and the gang have been captured, Mm -hmm. subdued, and escaped so many times now. Mm -hmm. How? Five? Five times? Oh, at least. That they've been captured. Far subdued. more if you're considering just like a chunk of the group. Sure. It's it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous that this group is still intact in the way that it is intact. Mm-hmm. Um, based on the rules that they set up early in the show. Mm-hmm. It just and, and ultimately, that is my, my biggest rant. Uh, as you said, when you can see the strings being pulled and you know there's real, no real jeopardy for anyone in the core group. Mm-hmm. And if you're watching for survivability... Well, well, then you have no reason to watch. And, you know, some people, I've made this point to timidly, <laughs> because you don't know who you're going to piss off. Uh, if I piss you off, write in, go with Shades of Sketch, gmail.com. But some people will equate it to to uh, Game of Thrones and say to me, well, Game of Thrones kind of pulls its punches sometimes it does. with the female characters. Sure, it does. But it hasn't but, posited itself to be that kind of show. Bingo. That's it's not, not the premise of the show. That world, the rules of that world are still very much the men go out and fight right. and the women stay home. Right. So, yeah, naturally, women aren't going to die as much in right. that show. Or and as, I believe or as it. gruesome. And that's fine. Because they're not going into battle. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But this is a show where gender lines are gone. You right. don't care about gender and the, right. the zombie yeah. apocalypse. I don't care about it as a viewer of this show. No. But the writers The writers do. Their, right. Or the executives at AMC. Or whoever, yeah, right, who's yeah. ever making yep. these decisions happen. I would say Robert Kirkland doesn't, based on what oh, we've seen no, in the Oh, no. In the comic, and again, I'm only seven books in. Right. I do not feel this way at all about, about comic. that comic. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten to a point where some of the absolute worst of the worst things have happened to Michonne. Oh. You know, a female character. Um, so this rant is 
specific to the show. the show. Do you have any more rants? That was my big one. Okay. That's the one Should that's Should we been transition just like to big questions? Pumping away behind my eyes for weeks. Uh, sure. Do you have any big questions? How, how is this show still on the air? Well, okay, that's and, going and to... And how um, is the comic still... Go- Comics just passed issue 200? Wow. That's impressive for a book that started in 2003 that mm-hmm. they're already 200 issues in. It's impressive. Or 177. I mean, they're rapidly approaching 200 yeah. if they haven't already hit it at this point. That's impressive. Like, how is this still going? I think the answer to that a lot is is um, our world, our world base. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it, it makes a People lot. People will money. buy it and consume it. Um, the fandom of this show is powerful and it's passionate. Sure. Um, and honestly, that's one of my raves of the show. Is how that is, it, that yeah. it has such how, a following. How does a ju- so like here's here's my real big question like based on the mechanics of the show. Mm-hmm. So that's like a yes, obviously money is what keeps it on the air. But uh, in terms of the core group, yeah. Daryl's riding around everywhere on a Harley Davidson. Yeah. There should be Custom-made a swarm mm-hmm. the size of the population of New York City following them around this group. And there has point. been multiple times. I mean, he uh, uses it as their distraction to pull things away from but the I mean, larger like, group. But I mean, yeah, like, eventually I he saying. winds up back with them. Like, it's loud, it's obnoxious, and things echo. Mm-hmm. There, there should just be millions of walkers following the group at this point. To be fair, he no longer has a motorcycle. Oh, it has been taken from him that's by sad. Negan's group. Dip. Uh, dip. But, um, yeah, can I ask a... I got to cool down a second. Can I ask a lighter big sure, question? Sure, sure. Um, who was your favorite character, and have they already died? My favorite character on the show? Mm-hmm. Or in the comic. Let's go with the show because I'll know them at least. My favorite character on the show. Hmm. It's probably Herschel. Okay. I really liked Herschel's arc. Okay. And then and and when he died. I was furious. Spoiler alert, he died. I was furious um, what they did to him. Oh yeah. There was no reason for he that. He got a gruesome death. It was uh, that made it to the gruesome list on my not on it my was not only it was he died at the end of one episode, and then his disembodied head was mm-hmm. like chomping was still walking on the, around, or not walking. Well, yeah, it was still, still like chomping around on the ground. That was just, mm-hmm. and then like they stepped on it or something, or they hit I it with a shotgun. Mich- Maybe Michonne stabbed Stab- it. It was it was sword. just unnecessary. They put it out of its misery. Yeah. Um, did you start? Um, is that kind of when you started to, to decide I don't need to watch the show anymore? No, I kept watching. That was what season? That was the prison. That was the prison, so that was the so end of season end, three. End of season three. I think or it was the beginning of season, season four. Season four, yeah. Because it was when the prison fell, which yeah. was the beginning of season four. Because um, I've talked to other people who they their favorite character dies, they're out. They're, no, they're, I, they're I watched done. after that. And I think that's a danger of this show, Yeah, as far as viewership goes. I, it's why I know Daryl's safe. Yeah, um, Daryl has fan armor. Yeah, um, he's not going He anywhere. has too many people pulling for him. Yep. I think Carol also has... I think so. A good deal of fan armor. Maggie, I would say. Rick. Even Carl. Maggie's preggers, right? Carl! Yeah, Maggie's definitely not going to die until after uh, yeah. she gives birth. If she's going to If die. ever. I like Maggie a lot. My favorite character um, from the very, very beginning was always Glenn. Yeah. Uh, I identified with him the most, I think. I think a lot of people did. And so his death was 
pretty rough on yeah. me. Um, but at the same time, it was like, well, you know, how long can these people actually last in this world? You do have to see some of the core team. You do by the end to kind of kind of bite the bullet. What if well, what if either of us had said like our favorite character was like um, Eugene or? I do like Eugene. I mean, I or do like, really uh, like Eugene. With the army guy, what was his name? Again? Abraham. Abraham. Like, what if somebody's character was Abraham? I think, what if one of us had said that? I think that's great. Will a- we still be doing this show? Abraham has no. Like, a, if one of us had said that, would you think we'd still be doing the show? Be like Abraham. Would we? It would have been the end of the show. When he Consequently, died? if you if you think Abraham's like your favorite character, fuck you. I don't know. I mean, long time listeners. Maybe I apologize. Maybe not. Me. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Because you know what's hard to tell about it is Abraham died the same same time, same way. That <laughs> That's Glenn what I mean. Died. His death is so um, made meaningless. Abraham was fun though with all his little lines. Yeah, and, and I like Eugene too. And Eugene actually has an interesting. Eugene arc has an right interesting now. arc in the comic. Yeah, and in the show right now he has an interesting yeah. arc as well. Do you have any other big questions? I don't. Okay, I have another big question. I really don't. This will be my last big question. Okay. okay. Um, a show like this, a show like Walking Dead. Yes. Can you have yes a satisfying conclusion to a show like this? And if so, what what would you say it is? I, I love this question because this is the, I this is okay. I'll answer it with how I wanted the show to end. Okay. I wanted the show to end at the end of season four. Okay. When they're corralled mm-hmm. in the container, mm-hmm. Rick turns around, mm-hmm. light kind of coming in. Mm-hmm. They're in the dark. They're captive. Mm-hmm. And he, he turns around, he looks at the group, and he's like, they don't know who they got in here. End. Yeah, that would have been a good end. That would have been sure. a great end to the series. Mm-hmm. And I think that's as good an ending you can hope for. Mm-hmm. Because no, there's no surviving this. Ultimately, if the apocalypse doesn't kill them. If like this, this world that has, has been ushered in with the zombie apocalypse, if they're not you know, killed in a rival skirmish, mm-hmm. if, you know, disease doesn't get them or starvation they're eventually they're going to die and become a walker mm-hmm. period yeah. end of story sure so i mean there's no the show could stay on for another nine seasons nine more seasons morty um <laughs> it could stay on for another jeez. Oh, uh <laughs> you know it could stay on forever and ultimately those characters have to die and become walkers yes there's no other way around it yeah so i don't think it can have a, a good end I like your end idea because it does leave it up to the viewer to kind of decide a little bit. And it is the most positive you can give. I did think of one other way that the show could end. If you want to end with a little bit more hope. Right now, you might argue with me on this one because you love to argue with me. I don't know. I don't think we know in the show. Do, Do children who are born after the fall of humanity... Do they also have the disease or the virus? It's a great question. We we haven't been given any definitive answer there. Maybe what we'll find out is or something Judith was and, released. And Maggie's yeah, and the entire kids. world population was infected. But now anyone who is born after that release is immune. And maybe the message of the show will end up being that everyone who's around at that time has to die off, and there'll be a brand new population of people. To, it's to, just planet Earth's up. way of hitting the reset button and, exactly. and saving itself. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of that would have any sort of hope. 
at the end. Well, let me answer your question with this fact. I read an article, I can't remember where, but it was like uh, Walking Dead's a great show and it went through all of these theories and then it ends with like, but all that's purely speculative and uh, fantasy because 10 days into this event, every nuclear reactor on planet Earth would have melted down and all life would have ended as we know it. Okay. So 10 days into this event. There goes that hope I was hoping to yeah. have at the end. Yeah. So 10 days into this event without people at the controls mm-hmm. of the nuclear power plants, uh, planet Earth would have become, basically would have melted down and nuclear that's, winter set in and everybody died. That's a bummer. Yeah. So. And that is walking dead. dead. <laughs> Just a big old bummer. Um. So yeah, that's our discussion on Walking Dead. If you if you want to weigh in, if you think I am completely off book, even though I have notes, guys, and statistics and data, feel free to write in and go with Shades and Sketch. And if you think Sketch is a misogynistic woman hating fiend, we're also right into the show. Go with Shades at Sketch at gmail.com. But remember, I have statistics backing me up. Yeah. Uh, but now, guys, you know who they, also had statistics sketch? Who? The Nazis. Okay, but also good people have statistics. Sure. Statistics are neutral. Um, this is normally where we would sign off. Yes. Uh, and wait for a brand for, new we segment. We have a of new segment on Geeking Out with Shades of Sketch. Uh, recommendation from longtime listener JJ, who thought eh. Shades and Sketch recommendations. We're going to uh, just recommend something to you guys. Uh, Sometimes maybe it'll have something to do with what we just had an episode about. Sometimes not so much. Sometimes not. I mean, it's just whatever we like. Yeah. It's our choice, guys. Stop bullying us. Stop pressuring us. Sketch, what are you going to recommend? Okay, my first recommendation of uh, the podcast is actually kind of tied to The Walking Dead. It is a comic book, graphic novel, called Rover Red Charlie. Okay. Okay. And uh, this was recommended to me by by a friend to read, and it is a post-apocalyptic world where, not zombies, but mankind has died off. And it's told from the point of view of three dogs. Okay, so this is a a world in which um, we are experiencing the end of days through the eyes and the understanding of our canine companions. Okay. And um, I'm not going to go into it because I really am. Re- I'm recommending it. If you like post-apocalyptic stuff, um, give it a shot. Survivability. Uh, if you like dogs, you know it's like I love a good dog. It really is. You read this, and it's it really is a love letter. You know what I love? To dogs. I love a stupid dog. Well, there is a stupid dog in this, but there is also sign me up. The, the, the three main dogs really kind of personify three different three different um, well, people. Don't, don't spoil it. Too I'm much. not going to spoil it, but. Our main dog is a is a guy, uh, Charlie. He was a service dog. Okay, so oh, he's his, super smart. His and his whole identity is based on how he can help people. Right. So he needs to overcome that because there are no pe- people. People are not around anymore. So he Helps struggling with his identity. Stupid dogs. Uh, sure. And okay. and but he also helps himself. Okay. Good not in Charlie. a selfish way. Yeah. But in a Story of growth, understanding, and acceptance. Okay. Told from the point of view of dogs. I like that. Highly recommend it. Rover, Red, Charlie. Okay. Thanks, Sketch. Chase, you got a recommendation? Yeah. uh, I'm going to stick with the post-apocalyptic vein and recommend uh, the sci-fi show Van Helsing, which uh, tells the story of Vanessa Helsing, 
who is the descendant of, yes, Dr. Van Helsing, mm-hmm. that Van Helsing who fights uh, Dracula and the zombies and whatnot. But in this world, uh, not sorry, zombies, vampires, in this world, vampires are a little bit more like zombies. They're like zombie vampires. So you've got okay. like your walker, feral. Both are undead. So. Yeah. They're like, there's like feral zombie vampires who are really far gone. And then there's like more traditional vampires who are like gothic and okay. and menacing and maniacal. And where can you find this? You can find season one on Netflix. Um, and season two, I think, drops soon. Or, or in a, a month, I would say. I think season two drops. What And what I like about Van Helsing is it does not suffer from many of the things we've complained about with The Walking Dead. Truly, no one is safe, uh, with the exception of the main character. If you mm-hmm. give the show a watch, you'll soon see why. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the premise of the show. Um, so you know, if you're going to complain about that, I guess you won't like the show. But that is the premise. The main character is, is pretty much safe. Um, but give it a shot. It's highly entertaining. No one is safe. You will come to love characters. Other than the main character. Yep. You will come to love characters who you will be parted with in, in gruesome and horrific ways. And, you know, they don't shy away from kids or women or, or you know, it's anybody. pretty, yeah, anybody, anybody's no fair game, no yeah. prejudice. And so I will, I will credit with that. Certainly doesn't have the same production value as Walking Dead, but, uh, I think it's pretty good. Excellent. Yeah. And that was our first Shades and Sketch Recommendations. So I uh, hope you liked it. We'll have yeah. more recommendations. On the- oh shit! I think I think we sang that a oh, little no. too noisily. I hear. Um, I hear. Should we pack up the cocoa? Okay. Pack, okay. Wait. Okay. Pack this up. Okay. Let's go, guys. Hopefully, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>